Hey everyone, I'm Josh. And I'm Anna. And this is the Jesus and Next Gens podcast. Join us each week as we talk about faith, the Bible, culture, and family. We hope these conversations challenge and encourage you to intentionally pursue Jesus in your life and your family. Hey everyone, for those of you that are parents or maybe are discipling or mentoring kids, um, you know that these kids today are growing up in a digital age. They are digital natives, and so with that comes a lot of uh, strengths and a lot of exciting things, but also a lot of challenges that we haven't had to deal with before in our own past. And so um, we're just going to go through some resources, some ideas um, of ways that we can navigate together how to best utilize these resources, but also be aware of um, where there are potential dangers. So Josh, can you tell us what exactly is a digital native? What does that mean? Yeah, even when talking about Gen Z, uh, which is typically the generation from 98 to about 2012, you have to talk about social media and technology because most of these kids have been born in an era where the iPhone is king. They have not known a life without a smartphone, without this advanced technology. And so early on, they realize that this is a way to connect and to be a part of the culture, to be immersed in everything that's going on, whether that's with friends, even family. Um, and since social media and the smartphone and this advanced technology is such an integral part of their life, uh, it can be very scary to think about all of the dangers that come with the internet. So we want to talk today about a couple of strategies and resources that can hopefully set us up for success as we are navigating this world together. So what are some things parents can do to set their families up for success with technology? The first thing is to have open conversations with your kids. You want to talk with them about what is the goal of technology and social media and keep conversations open about what kinds of things that they are looking at and experiencing on social media, on the internet in general, even on the shows and YouTube videos that they're watching. Especially as they get older, have open conversations with them about how they think it should be used and what kinds of boundaries they think should be in place. Obviously with your discernment and guidance, um, but giving them a lot of accountability and um, the opportunity to step into those roles as they get older. Also modeling appropriate phone use and modeling what goals you have for technology in your own life can be really helpful as a parent or even as just a person who speaks into the life of kids. If you're doing it, the kids around you are going to do it too. They're going to think that's how it should be used. And so if you don't want your kids to be on their phones when you're trying to have a conversation with them, be aware of are you doing that in your own life? Maybe consider having phone-free zones, but talk about why it matters that phones aren't used in those areas. If you don't want conversation to be stopped at dinner time because of somebody answering a text, then talk about why it matters to not have phones at the table. What kinds of boundaries can we put in place for ourselves and our kids with technology? So a lot of that depends on what things you value. Um, You need to decide as a family, what are the things that matter to you? Um, And the boundaries that we suggest might not be boundaries that work for your family, or they might not be the things that you prioritize, and that's okay. We're not all going to have the same boundaries. But some examples of different boundaries that we've seen put in place are things like having supervision but not surveillance. You don't need to know maybe every single thing that your kids do online or every single thing that they're watching or interacting with, but it can help that your kids know that you're paying attention, that you care about what they're seeing and what they're doing online. 
Another example is not allowing phones in the bedroom, the bathroom, or at the dinner table. Anywhere where a person would be alone with technology or distracted from interacting with others. If that's a priority for you and your family, this might be a boundary that you want to have. Another example is to put your phone to bed, which is uh, referenced in one of the resources that we'll put in the, in the show notes. But the concept is making sure you have a bedtime for your phone that is before you would normally go to bed. So you have some screen time, screen free time before you go to bed. There's so much research showing how detrimental it is to our health, uh, to our sleep, to have screens constantly going up until we go to sleep at night. And so just having a little bit of time without screens can be so beneficial for us, both our kids and us. Another example of a boundary that a lot of people have put in place is to not allow laptops or smartphones in any private areas. So only using them in public spaces, not alone in closed rooms, so that there's some accountability just by the fact that people could walk in or that there's people interacting all around you at any moment. Again, these boundaries might not be what is best for your family and these might not be what you decide to do, but just start thinking about what are some things that we do value as a family or even just for you personally, what are some boundaries that would help you to best steward the resource of social media, of technology, and of just this high-tech world that we live in in general. So what are some resources to help us unpack this important and sometimes overwhelming area of life? Yeah, so the book that I mentioned earlier briefly is called The TechWise Family, and it is a really helpful resource if you're trying to figure out how as a family do we navigate technology and how do we do this well in a way that um, doesn't distract or detract from our time together, but also just really acknowledges that this is a resource that can also become really dangerous if we don't have parameters around it. So that's one book. Um, we'll have that in the show notes. And another resource is called Right Quick. It is by several uh, authors, researchers at Fuller Youth Institute. It basically, uh, after tons of research, highlights what preteens and teens, um, how they're interacting with social media, with technology, and how parents and leaders can come alongside them as they discover what technology is really used for. So that's an awesome resource. Yeah, there's a lot of really helpful insight in that book. And a resource that's been helpful for a lot of families is to have some kind of accountability software. So something that you can put on your computers and phones and devices that just allows the parents to be able to see what things are being searched, what kinds of sites are being seen. And again, not for the sake of um, surveillance, but just to be supervising what kinds of things are going on in your family. And so an example of that is a site called Covenant Eyes. Um, they have surveillance or um, accountability software that you can just put on all of your devices so that your whole family um, is accountable to one another. And last but not least, we have the Center for Parent and Youth Understanding. It is a website that has tons of excellent resources uh, for parents and youth. So if you enter the website and click under resources, there's an entire list of topics pertaining to youth culture, uh, anything from Netflix and TikTok to texting and tablets. Mm -hmm. It is a very handy resource um, that we wanted to share with you if you have those very specific questions mm -hmm. about the digital world. And that's so helpful because you can search for the exact things that you have questions about and mm -hmm. see what research and helpful tips there are about those specific things. Yeah, especially since there seems to be a new social media app coming out every year or two. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot these kids are engaging with, but at the end of the day, we just want to show them grace and love no matter what they're doing, no matter what they're coming across. 
Uh, we want to help them navigate this digital world. Mm-hmm. So we hope these conversations have been really encouraging for you guys. Social media and technology are such incredible resources and they can be really amazing ways for us to connect with one another, but there also is a lot to be considered. And so we hope that these conversations have really encouraged and challenged you to start thinking about what do you want to have in place for yourself and for your kids and for your family regarding boundaries and um, just how to navigate this tech world with wisdom. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes for links to the resources mentioned during the episode. We love your support and feedback, so please subscribe, rate and review, and share this podcast with friends and family. We really hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and we really want to answer more of your questions. So if there's any questions that you still have about the Bible or about anything else, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at jesusandnextgens at outlook.com. See you next time. Oh, oh, oh.